Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Hey everyone, and welcome to Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. I'm your host, Kren Benedict, and today we'll be visiting with UCM's head cross-country coach, Kirk Peterson, and sophomore Brian O'Barr. Time now for Sports Page. This is Coach Kirk Peterson's 37th year as head coach for the Jennies and Mules cross-country team. He also serves as the co-head coach for track and field and has been for 28 seasons. Peterson graduated from Simpson College in Iowa, and while attending there, he was a five-time NCAA Division III All-American and was inducted into the Simpson Athletic Hall of Fame. In his coaching career here at UCM, he has coached the Mules cross-country team to 11 MIAA championships in the past 29 years and coached the Jennies cross-country team into a trio of MIAA championships. Peterson has also earned MIAA cross-country coach of the year honors 13 times. Welcome, Coach. It's great to have you. Well, thank you. That's a lot of history that you got in there. <laughs> it so, is. Yeah, so I've done this for a long time. You do it long enough, that'll finally be good. So that's where <laughs> we're at. Well, I'm so excited to have you. Um, what originally brought you to UCM? Well, uh, you know, when I went to Simpson College uh, as a junior, I came to a, an event called Mule Relays. Uh, it was indoor track meet that I went to, and I saw that indoor track and I saw the university and I thought, you know, this is a, a neat place. Uh, it, it's not too big. It's not too small. It's just right. For Perfect me. size. Yes. Um, you know, I was I grew up near the University of Iowa and I went to a small college. And so this just fit. And uh, that, that's why I've been here for 30 some years. It's uh, it's been a long time. Yes. And so, so far this season, you've already had four races and had such great success. How are you training and preparing your athletes? It's, it's been a little bit of a challenge. Uh, our season is later this year because we have our national meet in actually December in Seattle. Uh, and so our conference meet uh, is in November, which is unique. Um, and that's coming up here in roughly two and a half weeks. We'll have that for sure. Uh, and then uh, we have a regional meet that'll be in uh, the end of November as well. So we've had a lot of injuries. Uh, we've had a couple good meets and... Uh, we have a meet this weekend at Southwest Baptist to get us going, and uh, hopefully that'll boost us into our conference championship, which is, uh, again, what, a little over two weeks, so that's where we're at. Awesome. What is the biggest thing coaching cross-country has taught you? Say that again now. That... What is the biggest thing coaching cross-country has like taught you in life? Well, just a lot of things. Kind of like the weather. I mean, uh, of course, weather today was a challenge. Uh, we had a we have a morning run at six in the morning. Uh, we canceled that this morning. Uh, it was nineteen degrees. Uh, that wow. is cold. Uh, and within twenty four hours, forty eight hours, uh, it appears it's going to be eighty degrees. And we're going to race in, in uh, Southwest Baptist, and that's uh, a going to be a challenge to get our bodies a lot of going from that. From sixty degree change, yes. so that's that's part of a challenge uh, of our sport. That's cross country. That's crazy. So you have earned MIAA cross country coach of the year honor thirteen times. What does that mean to you as a coach? Well, I think uh, a lot of the people around, a lot of the athletes we've around, a lot of the coaches that have been around. Uh, again, we've done this for a long time and and have learned a lot over that time and. Uh, it's been a great success and a lot of fun to uh, coach some of those great athletes and uh, 
where they're from here in Missouri and some of the international athletes. Uh, it's been a, a challenge to put all that together. And you mentioned earlier how much you love this environment and love this school. So that plays a big part in how much you enjoy coaching. And Real, our, our unique is our, our sport for sure. We have cross country in the fall. We have indoor track starting in January. Uh, and again, in April, we have outdoor track. So it's a long, long season. Uh, but it's a good thing to have all that opportunities to do three sports and get all those athletes together. What is one advice you tell your runners facing a tough course? Uh, the distance uh, that we do is the endurance type athletes that we have here. Uh, we train a lot in the summer. Uh, we A lot of our athletes are hitting 70, 80 miles a week during the summer uh, and into the fall. And that's what they're doing at this point in time. And, and you see them on the roads of Warrensburg and out in the country. Um, there's a lot of athletes here that spend a lot of time running uh, to make them good distance runners. Um, what has been or will be your toughest course, you think, for your I think, athletes? I think uh, we've had some uh, difficult courses. Um, this year, we're going to be a lot of flat courses. Uh, we'll be down at Missouri Southern here for uh, conference meet and our regional championship. Uh, and then we have a meet in December that'll be in Seattle, and that'll be a challenge, I think, for sure. How do you plan on overcoming it or training your athletes for it? Well, I think we're all, we, we do a lot of hill workouts. Uh, we have a lot of places here in, uh, in Warrensburg that we have that. We actually had a hard workout on uh, Katie, or well, here in, in Warrensburg that is 800 meter hill. And that's a challenge to do as for our athletes to do that. But that's uh, encouraging that they've done what they've done. And I think they're ready for the a conference championship here in a couple of weeks. That's awesome. So as you look into the rest of the season, what are your goals? Goals, uh, I think we have a talented group. Uh, and I think we need to get some injuries taken care of. Uh, we'll challenge to be the top end of the MIAA, and, and the top three, I think, of that would be a great success for us right now. Uh, we have a young men's team, and uh, we have a group of ladies that have been successful as well. So I think put all this together, we'll have an opportunity to be successful. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today, Coach. I'm wishing you the best of luck the rest of your season. Thanks for having me and uh, enjoyed being here and uh, hope the weather will help us all and uh, we'll be successful. That was Mules and Jenny's head cross country coach, Kurt Peterson. When we come back, we'll be visiting with sophomore Brian O'Barr. You're listening to Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on, on us to intervene. Because we can. Learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to UCM The Beat Sports Page. I am here with Brian O'Barr. Brian is a sophomore on the Mules cross-country team and is a native of Waynesville, Missouri, and he attended Waynesville High School. 
As a freshman, he was one of the three mules named an All-American athlete. The mules and Ginny's most recent race was at the Border War Cross Country College Championship, hosted by Principilla College, and Brian placed second at it with a time of 24 minutes, 53.87 seconds. Welcome, Brian. It's great to have you. Yeah, no, I'm happy uh, Happy I got an opportunity to be interviewed. Thank you. So you've already had such great success this season, such as a championship at Princeville College. What are you doing to succeed? Um, I mean, the main thing is just like being patient, just kind of trying to stay on course. Um, it's really easy just to get down on yourself early on in the season. Maybe you don't have a good workout and you can kind of let that define you for a little while. Um, so something taken from last year that I really just had to take and and really follow is just like being patient, knowing that I put in the work all through the summer that even if I have one bad workout, um, you just you just stay the course. Like I said, you just got to be very, very patient and the time will come when you have a good race. Um, luckily, that was at Principia and I didn't have to wait too much longer, but hopefully I can just keep that going. And with that patience, I'm sure that takes so much determination just to get through that course. Yeah, I'd say so. I, it was a difficult course, but um, it was a pretty small meet. Um, and I mean, we just have a great team. Uh, there's there's just super young team. We got freshmen, sophomores is mainly we got one guy who isn't a freshman or sophomore and he's a sixth year. So we're just all very, all very close. We're all very competitive with, with one another. And we went into that race just like, I mean, just ready to put ourselves out there because it wasn't super high stakes and we had the opportunity to. And I think that just like helps us gain confidence overall, because since it's not high stakes, you can go out and you can you can do something that you'd probably be a little too too scared to do if you were in a bigger race. For sure. So with all that being said, what is your favorite thing about being a cross-country mule runner? Um, it really ended up being the team. I just, I don't think any of us expected, like, with the perception that athletes have between between levels of athletics in uh, collegiate sports, like the difference between Division One, Two, Three, and NAIA, there's, if it's not Division One, you kind of look down on it a little bit. Um and so going Division Two, I think we all knew that we weren't like stud recruits within the state of Missouri, as you know, the vast majority of our team is from Missouri. And so when we actually got here and the team did as well um, as we did uh, my freshman year, it was just like it really just made me cherish being a part of a team that came together because I wasn't on an amazing team in high school. I had some good teammates, um, one of whom I'm I have the pleasure of running with now even in college but up until that point I hadn't been on a team like that and that's just something that I can't allow myself to take for granted. And I feel like being on D2 like it gives you the opportunity to be so much closer with your community with your team and coaches. Yeah um, I mean the original I mean if you want to call it a plane at all you could say that the plane was to like maybe go to Mizzou maybe go to some some massive school that has about 40,000 students. Um, I went to Iowa State over the summer just just visiting a friend and I mean, massive campus, it's a beautiful campus, but they have 40,000 kids. And here it's just, it's not even close to that. I get to walk to all my classes within, I mean, basically less than half a mile. And I get to see the same kids every single day. Like it is close knit. It is nice to be, to be located where we're at. Um, and so now I, I completely agree that division two has treated me well so far. What is the biggest lesson you've learned from being a part of the team? So I started with that patience. Um, and of course, there's like, there is that patience on, on the side of myself. Um, but the main things are just, it's, it's got to be patience and gratitude. Like I was saying, that 
my favorite thing about being a mule cross country runner is is being a part of that team and having an opportunity to have like having a leadership role on this team because it's as small as it is you know if it was division one you know there would be 30 plus kids probably on the team here we have we have 13 men running cross country right now and so it is a smaller group and sometimes that can be a little dangerous depending on how you play injuries throughout the season but overall um it's just you have so much more of an opportunity to actually make an impact on people uh, it, it really doesn't matter where i make an impact um as long as i'm making one and so i i have that opportunity here and so that's that's a good lesson that I learned. No, that's awesome. What are some goals you've set for yourself um, for the rest of the season or even just like future? Yeah, so um, this year I know that our team, since our team made the national championship last year, that's a that's a very, very big focus for our team. Um, and it's something that can be measured. I think a lot of my goals are outside of actually like being measured. Of course, I want to be a, a true All-American, you know, top 40 at cross country or All-American indoor and outdoor for track. Um, it would be amazing to win a national championship, but at the end of the day, like my, my biggest goals are how I'm actually like making that impact on my team and whether I'm making a, you know, a positive or a negative one. Um, so just trying to be as good of a leader as I can be trying to be the best team I can be. And if I do those two things, like, I think that those goals that are easily measurable with medals, like those will easily come along the way. That's awesome. So we kind of talked earlier about how the goal honestly was originally D1, um, but now like looking at it, is that still the goal? And like, also what brought you to UCM originally? Yeah. So, um, I'm wearing my, my, uh, Winslow cross country, <laughs> uh, windbreaker from high school. My coach, uh, coach Jarman, um, Nicole Jarman, she ran under coach Kirk, um, around 2010. I always forget exactly the year she was in college, but, um, she ran for coach Kirk not too long ago, um, back when she was Nicole Arnold. And that was the main, that was one of the main reasons that I came here because of COVID. Um, everyone in my class lost their junior year track, which most coaches probably, unless you're like, just like blowing everyone out of the water during cross country, or unless you're a stud, your freshman or sophomore year, which I just wasn't one of those guys losing my junior season. Just, I took a really big hit on the recruitment process. And so I really had to go out of my own way, um, to try and make contact with the coaches myself and, my dad recommended uh, saying UCM because, you know, I trusted my coach. So I, I was like, I probably trust where my coach comes from. Um, and I mean, the other like original plan was I was applying to West Point. I was trying to run there, um, but it just ended up not working out. You know, you go through that whole, you go through a entire process trying to, um, trying to get in and applying. And it, I mean, it takes a little bit over a year to do that full application process. And when it didn't work out, I mean, I had this and Coach Kirk was ready to give me a position on this team. And so I took it and it's been good. It's crazy how things work out and how big of an impact COVID has. Okay. What is one advice you would give someone looking to run cross country in college? I think one of the, one of the biggest things that someone has at least told me is that there's always, a, there's a team if you want to run cross country in college, there's a team out there for you. You just have to be willing to look for it. Um, and my biggest, my biggest source of advice is like, I mean, if you're thinking about running cross country in college, then at this point, your, your passion for running should already be there. So I won't, I won't say like, you have to be passionate or you want to do it. Like you, I think you should already be at that point. Um, the biggest thing for me is that if you want to run cross country in college, you have to go talk to coaches because, 
coaches just, you can't expect a coach to come to you. It's not going to happen. And you're not going to find the team that's right for you. Most likely if you're just waiting on a coach, um, the, the kids who don't have to go anywhere and coaches are coming up to them. Aren't the ones who would be listening to my advice on this. Cause they'd already have plenty of coaches <laughs> talking to you're them. Right. So, um, yeah, if anyone actually wanted to take my advice and I think that's the that's the best thing I can give is if you want to run in college like you got to go out of your way you got to talk to coaches you got to put in athletic questionnaires or just email them call them um someone will respond some of them are going to blow you off but at the end of the day like if you want to run like that's what you got to do you got to be vulnerable I mean you wouldn't be where you are today if you hadn't have done that yeah if I didn't reach out I wouldn't be running here okay Brian, this is the segment of the show where I'm going to play rapid fire okay I'm going to ask you some questions and you just answer as fast as you can it's my yeah. favorite. Okay. Are you ready? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to think on this too much, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. No worries. Um, your dream course to run on? I'll go uh, Bill Dellinger invite. What got you into running? I didn't like football in seventh grade, so I ran cross country <laughs> in eighth. Your biggest influence in life? In life? Oh, yeah. My parents. My parents, definitely. If you didn't run, what would you do? I think I'd just be like all in on ROTC. I feel like I'd do like all the special teams. I'd probably put as much time into ROTC as I could. Your favorite thing about running? Um, running with the boys. Your go-to Sonic drink? Go-to Sonic drink? I don't know. Water. <laughs> you don't even add any flavor in there? I'm just, not, just. I'm just going to go with water. We're fair going enough. With water. I mean, he is a runner. Okay, and your go-to hype song? Go-to hype song? Ooh. Oh my gosh. We're just going to go with Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show with me today and good luck the rest of your sophomore season. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was cross country runner Brian O'Barr. When we come back, we'll take a look around UCM Athletics. You're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. Hey, everybody. Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. From court to court and lane to lane under the lights or under the sun. No one delivers Division II sports like NCAA.com. The center of D2 is inside the NCAA.com hub with exclusive highlights of every sport and live broadcasts of every Division II championship found nowhere else. Make NCAA.com yours. The home of Division II college sports. Time now for our look around UCM Athletics. Ginny Soccer is 13-1-2 so far this season and faced off this past weekend against Nebraska Kearney, winning 3-0 and tying with Fort Hay State 1-1. One, one. 
The next match is Friday, October 21st against Missouri Western and St. Joseph, Missouri at 7 p.m. Jenny's Volleyball are 14-8 after a very successful homecoming weekend, winning against Missouri Southern 3-1 on Friday the 14th and winning against Pittsburgh State Saturday 3-0. During their match against Pittsburgh, Riley Barnum collected her 1,000th career dig for the Jennies. Congratulations to redshirt senior Riley Barnum. Their next game is away Friday, October 21st against Nebraska Kearney at 6 p.m. Central Missouri's golf is off until Monday, October 24th when they play in the Tulsa Cup in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma at the Club Forest Ridge. Mules Cross Country finished first at the Border War Cross Country College Championship on Friday, October 7th. They run next at the Southwest Baptist Open on October 21st in Boulevard, Missouri at 4.15 p.m. Jenny's Cross Country finished second at the Border War Cross Country College Championship on Friday, October 7th. They run next at the Southwest Baptist Open on October 21st in Boulevard, Missouri at 4.15 p.m. Mules football had a great homecoming win against Missouri Southern with a final score of 2017. Arkell Smith had 102 receiving yards, and Cedric Case tallied with 274 yards on 28 passes. UCM football now stands with a record of 2-5 and hoping to take home another win this weekend. The Mules are on the road this weekend at Fort Hayes State on October 22nd in Hayes, Kansas at the Lewis Field Stadium. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. That's all the time for now. Thanks for tuning in to Sports Page with me, Corinne Benedict. Sports Page airs every Thursday and Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on UCM The Beat. You can also catch past shows by going to ucmbeat.com. Until next time. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.